welcome back into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you wanna go. <laughs> That's all. Go. <laughs> Welcome back to the Baptist Catholic Show where we're sharing Catholicism with Baptist Fervor. All right. Now, you may have noticed if you are watching on your our YouTube channel. On the or, YouTubes? Or maybe um, you noticed in the quality of your audio. Crystal. <laughs> I mean, not just Crystal, everyone. They're like, whoa, that's very clear. (laughs) Yeah, not just Billy Crystal. Anyway, um, that we have a new setup. Like, whoa, I know what you're all thinking is y'all are incredibly not tech savvy, so you probably have needed a new setup for a long time, and you would be correct. Yeah, sharing a microphone's okay, but uh, I like having my own. I know, and we have this whole thing, and we're going to get headphones, okay? The thing is, did you, were you all aware, I was not aware, that there are, like, different headphone size things? It's not one size fits all. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. There's your tech advice for the the week. So today we're going to do one of our um, Catholic Dictionary Part Dose Um, episodes. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like we said, this is not really a series so much as just like a toss in, Um, especially when you have those friends or whatever that is like you use this word a lot. What does that mean? And you can send that to them or, you know, just little explanations. Yeah. As we've said on here before. A lot of the stumbling blocks that are present between at least people from our tradition becoming Catholic are uh, basically semantics, right? Just words. You know, we use words in different ways, and some words we don't use at all. And so it's like a foreign language when you are becoming Catholic or starting down that route. You're like, okay, what is... We started the series with catechism. Catechism Mm -hmm. was not a word in my vocabulary whatsoever as a Baptist boy. It just wasn't there. So... Um, being able to look at some of these words and as Catholics who maybe you're cradle Catholic or maybe you're a convert to the faith and you kind of take these words for granted, but it's good to realize, right, that folks who are not familiar with the Catholic faith, they would really benefit from us all slowing down and giving them the heads up on what language you're using and how we're using it. Yeah. So today's word is vocation, vocation, vocation. And, and like, Okay, so... Not vacation. Not vacation, right. I remember so distinctly the first time I had a conversation with someone Catholic, and they said vocation, and they were like, what a true vocation. Like, they were praising this, um, I think he's a physician or something, Um, and they're like, he just has such a real vocation, and I was like, I don't think you go to the technical school to become a doctor like vocation that was the only concept of vocation i had was the people that go to the technical school vocational school school. yeah vocational school so give me some types of so some types of um career paths that might have you going into vocational school right you want to become a welder that's a plumber electrician so all of those kind of Trades. Yeah, trades. You would go to a vocational school. So if you're not familiar outside of the United States, you're like, what are you talking about? Well, 
vocations, when you talk about that, for us, it was tied to that kind of a thing. Like manual labor. Right. Mostly, it feels like. So if when somebody comes up to you and says, have you discerned your vocation? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not really interested in plumbing. Right. I'm and not I, really, no. And you definitely don't talk about discerning it at all. No. And I was thinking, maybe maybe this person is confused. Maybe this person, uh, the person she's praising is not a doctor. Maybe they're a nurse because sometimes that's a, a like I'm a nurse. Um, and that's one of the things that those technical vocational schools is nursing. I was like, she's confused. This is this is a nurse. Um, uh, <clears throat> obviously, I was the one confused. Um, not her. Yeah. So, so for Catholics and many other Christians <laughs> as well. Um, that is not what a vocation is. So we're going to talk, we're going to take a couple shockingly. of, shockingly enough, uh, we're not talking about getting some welding down here. So today we are going to look at a couple different definitions from some authoritative, um, texts. The first one we're going to take from the catechism of the Catholic church in paragraph 1877, talking about vocation kind of in a more general sense. So it says, the vocation of humanity is to show forth the image of God and to be transformed into the image of the Father's only Son. This vocation takes a personal form since each of us is called to enter into the divine beatitude. It also concerns the human community as a whole. So talking about every single one of our vocations, it's like our calling to reflect the image of God. So we're created in God's image and likeness, and we're called to grow in that image and likeness and to grow into that person that he's created us to be, the saint, right? So we're all called to holiness. The Second Vatican Council talked about there's a universal call to holiness. So in one way, in a kind of a very, very, very general way, we all have one vocation, which mm -hmm. is to grow in holiness, <laughs> to become saints, to, be, to live forever with God in heaven. Right. So that's great on a general surface level. And then I like the what reason I liked, and I picked this um, paragraph out of the catechism. It kind of alludes to the next layer of vocation, which we'll talk about. Um, so it says, the vocation of humanity, we're, we're coming into God's image. This vocation takes a personal form, since each of us is called to enter into the divine beatitude. So each for each one of us, it takes a personal form. The question is, how does that vocation, how does that calling take a personal um, form for me mm. or for you or for the person that lives down the street? So if we're all called to holiness and that's our ultimate vocation, then what is our, what of our individual vocations? So looking at, um, this is from catholicculture.org, another definition for vocation. A vocation is, quote, a call from God to a distinct state of life in which the person can reach holiness. So again, kind of what we're talking about. The Second Vatican Council made it plain that there is a universal call, vocatio, to holiness in the church. And that's from Lumen Gentium. So again, it is a distinctive state of life, okay, so that we're going to reach holiness through. So I think when we think about vocations, we... Um, well, oftentimes, as Catholics, we jump straight to the priesthood. Oh, right. Religious right. vocations. Religious vocations. So we nice. say, we've got to pray for vocations. Even though married life, like Aaron and I, our vocation is marriage. Even yeah. though that is a vocation, when we say we're going to pray for vocations, that doesn't mean usually we need to pray that there more people get married. 
even though that's a legitimate vocation. What right. they're meaning there it, is something. And different. maybe, uh, yeah, I think actually we should pray more for marriage <clears throat> than we do. Thinking about just like maybe a deepened understanding of that vocation, uh -huh. right. that right. or marriage as vocation, truly. Yeah. And so what are some of the vocations there? And so we, of course, we'll just jump to the most so that we have religious vocations. So right. whether that is uh, for a man to the priesthood, right, to be ordained to the priesthood, mm -hmm. um, you know, also holy orders. Um, that could also be, you know, you know if the, the man goes on, is chosen to become a bishop, of course, mm -hmm. the same, you know, kind of thing, uh, to, to the permanent diaconate. Mm -hmm. So a man who, married or not, can become a deacon. Um uh, brothers, right. like monks, religious and... brothers and sisters who live in convents or religious communities. Um, obviously those are, a t that's a type of vocation. We already alluded to the married vocation, mm -hmm. right? As yeah. well. There's, a, there is a little bit of a controversy within church. I've noticed about the quote unquote single vocation. Um, mm. even though, you know, you hear it prayed for people in that vocation life and it is, it is, it is a type of vocation. It's just. Is that a vocation that you're called to stay in your whole life? Or I've heard different voices back and forth on that piece uh, here recently. I was thinking about it. But regardless, it's all different states of life. Even single people, right, are called to holiness. So it's not like they True. don't have a vocation. True. We all have a vocation. Um, it's just a matter of discerning and uh, praying and asking the Lord, what is it? And how, how am I going to go about how, how, you know, what are the circumstances by which I need to, um, what are the steps I need to take in order to, get moving on that vocation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not about the vocational school. It's not, it's all. not about the vocational school at all, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, well, granted welders have a vocation to holiness just True. like the rest of us. True. Okay. So True. really, I mean, in a roundabout way, kind of sort of was all about the vocational <laughs> school. So right. you work incorrect at, the so, yeah. you and know, one of the funny things I, I have, like, a, <laughs> of course, I, too, was like, Aaron, I was like, vocational school. I didn't really know what that meant. Vac vocation, vacation. Like, uh, yeah, I'd like to take one of those. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, of course, that's not what we found out what it meant. But what, what's interesting is, though, within my Baptist upbringing, and I think most evangelicals, if you're listening, could re relate to this or former evangelicals, too, Um when someone was discerning, we wouldn't say discerning our, their vocation. Rather, you know, especially if you're talking about um, clergy, right? And they would oh, be... they're called. Yeah, they and, and even more the language is you <laughs> surrender oh, yeah. to the call, which is beautiful in its own way, like that kind of phraseology and, and the way of thinking about it. You're surrendering, to, like God is calling you to something and to, to live out your life. And you're being submissive to And you're it. being submissive mm -hmm. and you're saying yes to him. It's yeah, not different from, you know, discerning your vocation is good, but it also kind of sometimes you can think of it like, this means I'm mustering up all my energy by myself and yeah. like figuring it out where it really is in both cases, you listening for the Lord and what the Lord has created you to do. Right. And then saying yes to that, like Mary said, you know, be it done unto me according to thy word, whatever it is you're calling me to do, I'll do it because mm -hmm. that's the way that I'm going to grow in holiness. Right. Because you created me specifically for this vocation. And, and if I choose to run away from it, it's not yeah. going to be the best for me. So that's, I, I love that that's what I like the calling to, as in like, 
Whatever that vocation is, is how you're going to become a saint. You know what I mean? Because I think um, until I became Catholic, I wouldn't have at all thought our marriage or um, us having kids or anything like that was how I was growing in holiness. Yeah, and, and one of the tools by which you would be you'd be saved if you're submissive to sanctified that, right? Through, you're sanctified right. and brought. Yeah, and I like I just didn't have that understanding mm-hmm. at all, um, and it's something that I have really appreciated about being Catholic because it's um, it almost reminds you that even in these sometimes small ways, right? Like lovingly changing a diaper rather than Mm -hmm. being frustrated or, you know, responding to a temper tantrum or, um, you know, even just having dinner ready or something when your spouse gets home, that kind of thing. Those are such small things. Mm -hmm. But when you view it as in this is the road of me going to heaven, this is my map, and I, I just think that takes on a different perspective to where um, you can do those things with a lot more joy, and you can view them less as a task or maybe menial kind of work and view them as the work of the Lord, being the hands and feet um, of Christ here. And obviously, uh, like... That, I say that from my perspective in my vocation, but obviously um, in the same way for, um, you know, sisters and priests that they're, um, you know, when a priest has someone come to confession and they lovingly respond to sin, which is obviously like breaks all of us um, apart um, and takes us away from the body of Christ anytime we sin. Um, but when they respond lovingly in that sacrament, that's part of their vocation. Mm-hmm. That's sanctifying them also. Um, and I think that realization, <clears throat> right, that, that um, in and through your vocation is how you'll, you know, saying yes to the Lord in those ways, uh, that's the way that you'll ultimately be sanctified and grow in holiness helps guard against the kind of mentality of, well, I, man, I don't have enough time to pray or I'm not doing enough. And man, I need to, um, you know, basically looking at your vocation, especially I'm thinking from our perspective as, as married people, like the things that we do during the day, take care of the kids and stuff that doesn't count. Right. And we have to do like we have to make up the time somewhere else. It's yeah. like yes, you definitely need your own prayer time. You need to make yes. that a mm-hmm. you need to sacrifice and some time, get up earlier, stay up later. Don't care. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. Well, I get my praying done when I'm folding my laundry. Yes, that's great. Do it, but you need some other time. I'm sorry, I, I'm 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 on that route. But the point that I'm making is although I I mean I think you could pray a rosary while you're but right but what i'm saying you're saying like not while you're doing it but like my prayer is the laundry right right well and and, and that (laughs) just realizing that you know everything that you're doing if you're doing it out of love right it is it's a a sacrifice it's you know you're offering it up to the lord the point there i was making was you you can't just then say 
well, you know, I, I don't that's pray. Enough. Yeah. I don't. I don't have silent time with the Lord because no, no, no. There's a balance, right? Right. But there, there also the other extreme is just saying, well, I don't, I don't have, you know, I, I have to basically abandon my children and my spouse to go spend hours on end at the church. Right. It's like no, no. Now you're getting things out of whack again. Right. And you're not seeing the vocation through the lens that you're supposed to see it. So, vocation, the Baptist Catholic Catholic dictionary word. For the month, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe not be, <laughs> may not be two more, three more months before we do this again. But share with somebody who may be confused or needs a refresher on the word vocation. Or if you're like, hey, I think you should go into a religious vocation. Please do not send a, this to that person. Okay, nobody likes that. <laughs> okay, I see. I tell, I hear that from young women all the time who are single. They're like these. Um, <clears throat> tends to be older women will come up to them, people they don't know, and say, the Lord told me you're going to go be a sister. Oh, all right. Yeah, so... Yeah, maybe ask the Lord to tap me on the shoulder with that info <laughs> yeah. next time Yeah, so to. I think that's hard. But anyway, that's just a little caveat. There you go. Well, folks, until next time, make sure you join us back here on The, the Baptist Catholic, Catholic Show. Show.